0: Solutions, broadcasting from the pods, moving, and storage studios, this is The Ramsey Show, where America hangs out to have a conversation about your life and your money. I'm Ramsey personality George Campbell, joined by my colleague, Mr. Ken Coleman, this hour, and we are here for you to take your calls, to give you that next step, to uh, maybe help you have a breakthrough in something you're going through, whether that's with your money or your career. So call us at 888-825-5225. Griffin is kicking us off in Charleston, South Carolina. Griffin, welcome to the show.
1: Hey, guys. Thanks so much for having me. My dad and I are a huge fans, so really we appreciate, appreciate your time.
0: Thank you. How can Absolutely. we help? I
1: want, wanted some guidance here on what to tackle in terms of my loans or just to keep stacking money in my savings account. Um, currently have three main loans between my townhome student loans, as well as my car, um, and, uh, break down the numbers for you. The townhome was just recently purchased, um, $410,000 put down 10% and the current loans for 368, 535. That's on a seven year arm at 4.75%. I just paid my first mortgage on the 1st of October and that was $2,365, which I own the property myself. However, I do split that payment with my girlfriend that lives with me. Okay. And then we've got my student, Yep, have we We got my student loans. Um, those to be perfectly honest with you, I have not paid in a while. Um, but there's about six different loans between 3.76% and 4.6%. And the standing balance on that is 26,654. And then there's the car, which is a 3.69% loan. Um, and that total is $9,455 and I'm paying that every month, obviously which is a $341 payment.
0: Okay. What's your question?
1: My question is I've got income of about $175,000 a year, 26, and I've been fortunate enough to be put into this position. Um, Do I continue to do the minimum payments on these loans or should I pay my car off all in one month, which basically in my last commission check that I just earned, I can do that. Um, Plus save some, um, I'm trying to, to trying to get some guidance there on what next steps to take um, to get to the point of financial freedom really as quick as possible.
0: I love it. Well, one way to get to financial freedom as quickly as possible is to stop going into debt. So, are we on the same page mm-hmm. that there is no more debt in the picture?
1: No more debt in the picture. I don't have a credit card.
0: Okay, great. Um, so, but all the other things are debt: the car loan, the student Correct. loan, the townhome. So. Here's one thing. You mentioned a lot of interest rates, which tells me you love math. You love crunching the the numbers numbers. and justifying every purchase, right? Yes, sir. So one thing we're going to do, it's really hard for people like you who are sharp, is to ignore the interest rates. Okay. Now, if we ignore the interest rates and we start listing these balances from smallest to largest, that tells me the car loan is gone this month, then we're attacking the student loans. Those are going to be gone in a few more months. Right. Right. And then we're going to build an emergency fund of three to six months of expenses. And then the house, that'll come later. We're not going to worry about that as part I of our have, consumer debt.
1: I should have mentioned I have 56000 in savings.
0: Well, that helps. We're debt-free today, yeah. my man. What are you waiting for?
1: <laughs> I should have mentioned that. And 1000 in my check. So
0: why are you hanging on to the fifty-six and not just paying off the debt as it's accruing interest?
1: Because the, well, that's a great question. <laughs> I think uh, a, a large part of it is because I wanted to save for a townhome. I didn't know how much exactly I needed until I made the purchase, which was just done in the last three or four months. So that money is really residual from the money I was saving up for a down payment. For so that you decided, townhome. I'm just going to put 10% and so,
0: down and leave the rest in the bank.
1: The difference between the 10 to 15% and the offer that was provided, it was really not it, was in, it didn't make enough sense for, for me to do the additional 5%. So I just put 10 down. That's correct. And and so this is, you know, what, like I just said, just did my first mortgage payment. So kind of in one month, one of uh, owning this property and living in okay. it and trying to decide what to do with my money.
2: Yeah, he's spinning plates, George. He's got There's financial a, plates all, all over You're doing 17 the things place. at once. Yeah.
0: Number one, it's, it does worry me that the girlfriend is paying into this Definitely. and she doesn't own any part of it. And if this doesn't work out, she's going to feel like she got screwed, right?
1: Um, uh, there, you know, I can't speak for anybody here. Um, but I, what I do know is that Pat did come to the situation by salary alone would would pay, and then my commission on top, right, would 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 be uh, okay. I would be able to pay these other bills, right? So there, that that is, I am in that position.
0: I'll tell you what I would do, what Dave Ramsey would do if he was sitting here, and that is to be completely mm-hmm. debt free by the end of the day, and use the rest of the money as okay. an emergency fund. And we're going to then mm-hmm. start investing 15% of our income into retirement. Any money beyond that is going to get thrown at the mortgage. And I would probably look at refinancing when it makes sense over to a 15-year fixed okay. rate because those adjustable rate mortgages are the worst. Okay. Very okay. dangerous really type of loan. I appreciate that, garden. So okay. you're in a great yeah. spot. Yeah. We just have to start doing things with focused intensity one at a time. But the good news is exactly. you can do this all tomorrow if you decide to.
1: Okay, so, uh, you know, in terms of, that's exactly what I wanted to hear was, I feel like I'm putting a lot of attention towards a few different things rather than focusing and honing in as, uh, you know, a a gazelle intensity, as they would say, towards one of these.
0: Exactly. I mean, you know this stuff. I'm just curious, how come you haven't done it? It seems like you've been listening for a while.
1: Um, I I think a lot of it is uh, I am financially conservative, and I like seeing the bank account grow. There's that level of... uh, pride but then the other the other half of it is I, I am 26 and i i am taking uh these steps a little quicker than than maybe some people would but you know there's no excuse for that i'm i'm, I'm ready to tackle this and start making moves tomorrow so well your greatest wealth
0: building yeah. tool is your income you make an amazing income at 26 of 175,000, and i just want to see it work for you instead of it disappear into the yeah. abyss and you're going i don't feel like i'm making great
2: progress uh i am listening in here i'm listening intently coach ken jump in i'm going to uh i i think you have been tinkering because you like finances um i think you Mm -hmm. like strategies and that's going to make you uh susceptible and to temptations to tinker and so here's my coach Mm -hmm. ken my coach ken phrase stop tinkering and start focusing Focus on the baby steps the way George laid them out. You've been listening to the show, just focus on the baby steps. Stop tinkering around.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: You know what I mean? Just yeah, stop. Sir. You're gonna get, further, to you're gonna to get further with focus. Right? And uh sure. and now you you know, you can always be curious and see what options are for you long term, but that's after you get yourself in a financially stable situation. You got it?
1: Yes, sir. Absolutely.
2: Have you read the total money makeover, Griffin?
0: I haven't, but I'm going to. Well, can I send it to you, or do you already have a copy? I don't have a
2: copy, but... Now I, you do.
0: Boom. <laughs> We're going to ship it to you, my Thanks. man. Hang on the line. Austin will pick up, and we will send you a copy of The Total Money Makeover. That book gets me pumped every time. I still read it once a year just to stay focused and stay motivated. The audiobook is great, too. So hang on the line. We'll get that to you. But right now, focus is the operative word here, and you make a great income at a young age... And if you can use it and channel it like a laser, dude, you can do some amazing things with your money. Stop tinkering,
2: start focusing.
0: I was hoping for First a T-word by chalkboard. I was really hoping for a T-word write it from on Ken a Chalkboard Coleman. right there. All right, I'll take it, Ken. All right, pretty good. Tweet that. This is the Ramsey Show.
2: Download the app or check the link in the show notes to create your free account today, every dollar.
0: Folks, here's your friendly reminder that you can visit us here at the Ramsey Solutions headquarters, just south of Nashville, Tennessee. We were just out there meeting some nice folks, taking some pictures, signing some books, having a good time. So come visit us. Make it a point on your uh, your trips as you're traveling around the country to come see us. We've got a uh, free baked goods and free coffee, and you get a free mug. And we've got a fun timeline wall museum and a full bookstore. And it is a good time. it's fantastic Nashville' is a great city to visit to begin with yeah,
2: we, yeah it's uh, you know years ago when I was uh, hosting the just a video channel I um, had some folks come by and they asked me to sign their baby that's, that's a true different. story uh, so don't please please don't bring your babies and ask us to sign them like Sharpie on skin Sharpie on the little guy's leg
0: I feel uncomfortable I didn't do it okay yeah. oh good you didn't go through with it
2: yeah I just said they asked me to sign well
0: I redirected. Don't make it weird, people. That's all we got to say. Yeah, there you go. All right. Let's go to the phones. 888 5225 is the number to call. Grant joins us in Spokane, Washington. Grant,
3: welcome to the show. Thank you very much, gentlemen. I just want to say thanks for accomplishing
2: your mission on a
3: daily basis.
2: Oh, thank oh, you. Oh, that's very nice. Thank you, sir. What's going on? All right.
3: Um, baby step number three is where my wife and I are at. We've been married for 16 years. We have five kids and legal separation was proposed. Um, She brought it up last night when we were talking. Mm. We have $4,000 to the penny in our emergency fund right now, and I think we've never established a monthly budget, but I think our net to cover is between $3,000 and $3,500 just to survive. So we have essentially a month's worth of savings right now. My question for you is, should I add a second job to go gazelle and tents to bump up our savings, or is it more important to deal with my mental health and my marriage in this season? Also, oh, one part of this is my mental health. I was diagnosed with bipolar uh, a number of years ago, I think five years ago, and I was just on a manic phase yesterday.
2: Oh, my goodness. Are you seeing someone or have you seen a counselor, or a medical professional for this?
3: I I am being treated by my team. I have a counselor that I see on a weekly basis. I have a psychiatrist that I've seen, I think, five or six times in the last three months, and they're actively managing my meds, and I just had a medication change just today. And we're trying to find the right balance for the different mood stabilizers and the different medications. I think I've been on six or seven different medications in the last four years.
2: I mean, do you and the team feel like there's Progress that has been made, and that it's at least while we're still testing and trying that there's some progress. I think. I think we're testing and trying.
3: I know that uh, in September I was I was hospitalized twice.
2: Mm.
3: One was voluntary, the other one was involuntary, and it's been it's been a hard life for my wife just dealing with mm. my moods, yeah. and uh, she she's receiving counseling for herself individually over the last year and she's not willing to go back to the relationship that we used to have just because it was unhealthy, an unhealthy dynamic where she was trying to regulate my moods with behaviors that she would, that she, no, I I don't know. Yeah. I don't want to be crass, but she would try and control me with sex by giving me what I wanted. And it was just, it was unhealthy.
2: Yeah. Well, so to answer your question, you need to be focusing on your health and her health. Yes, sir. And, um, Want to see you get you know that emergency fund where it needs to be, but we we've got bigger issues at play right now. Yeah,
0: I mean, a situation like this, if it's heading towards divorce, it turns marriage into a business transaction, and so the goal at that point is to obviously protect the kids. Uh, That's the a one, and number two is to make this as little of a mess as possible with the finances. And so, how sure is this separation? Is this something you guys are going to try to work through, or is this is headed south?
3: We've been legally, or we've been separated since November tenth of last year. So it's eleven months in, and it doesn't seem to make. We haven't seen much forward progress. We've done intensive marriage counseling, week in and week out, for the last twelve weeks, and it was financially costing us one hundred fifty dollars a session. And uh, somebody at our church established a bit of a fund for the Higgins family. For us to receive fifty percent of that, that counseling, to cover, we were coming counseling. out of pocket seventy five dollars a week, and it was a financial. It was a pretty good financial ask on our on our part, but we were we well, didn't. I can't. I can't look back and say that we've made progress in the last few months. I can say that time's gone by, and we've spent the money, but we haven't really made progress.
2: And then you had the conversation last night where she she brought up. Let's. We need to make this legal. Yes, sir. So it doesn't look good, and and no, and so at this point again, the emergency fund. But but you taking a second job if you've got the health to do so. I don't think that's a, I don't I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing. But bringing in more income during this season uh, might be a right idea. But I certainly would check with your your uh, your medical team. Uh, on this to see, you know, do they feel like this is, you know, adding more work hours during this transition? Is that healthy for you? We can't speak to that. It feels like it may not be. Yeah. I mean,
0: you you guys don't have debt. And if this does head to divorce, then, you know, being married for 16 years, five kids, then it becomes who's getting what and custody battles and all that stuff. And so I would would be looking at getting a lawyer to figure this out if, if it's been 12 months with no progress. Yeah. And so that's the sad oh, it'll be reality. But months
3: in, in five weeks, it'll be twelve months. So we're not we're not on the twelve month mark yet, but we're sure. almost to the eleven month mark. So it's like it's.
0: But at that point, I w- I might look runs. at getting separate checking accounts because the fear is once spouse drains the account and runs, and you don't have any recourse if okay. things continue to go south. It sounds like it's been amicable, which is great, and everyone's you know we're still yeah, living. You're living as roommates, essentially, right? For the last almost year.
3: We're 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 not in the same household. Okay, I have a. We're physically, we're about three miles apart. Where are the kids? With her, all all four, and then the fifth one, our second born, has a difficult relationship with her. She's eleven years old, and she's living with her aunt.
0: Okay, I'm just wondering what what's best long term for the kids at this point. What's fair to them? And living in this weird purgatory of our mom and dad together or not, it's not official, they're still trying to work through this. I'm just more worried about the kids than anything at this point. And so I would try to actually have some level of closure to whatever this is. It sounds like we need to just call it if you've been living apart for
3: this long. I don't want to give up
2: on him though. Well, I'm with you, brother. I, I would. So t- back to the main point of your question. I mean, if you've got to work and if you can do it, and and you've got to work to to help pay for the counseling, I'd fight for the marriage. I'd fight for. Uh, I I will tell you this just candidly. Uh, one of my closest friends in the world went through a divorce over a decade ago, and we were recently hanging out, and and it was an amicable divorce. Uh, But we were talking about another friend of ours who's going through a divorce right now, and he told me, my friend that's been divorced now over a decade, he said I would tell him to fight with every ounce in his body, with everything he's got left, fight. Fight to save the marriage because it is so destructive to the kids, to everybody. So I'm with you, man. I'd summon every ounce of strength I've got, and, and I would put some of that strength into you doing everything you can to get healthy because a healthy you is the best chance we have of having a healthy marriage but I'd fight I think
3: i I hear what you're saying and I want to fight and I one thing that specifically that she said in the last week is that she wants me to find the program to follow through on the program and not to short-circuit the program and Yeah, just the follow-through and the consistency is what I need to show her and show myself.
2: Then do it. Okay. Do it. You can decide. You can decide right now. Do it. Show her. If you're going to fight and you want to fight, then I'd say, all right, babe, I'm going to do it, and I'm going to follow through and show you that I want our marriage to work.
0: Hang on the line, Grant. We're going to send you a copy of Dr. John Deloney's book, Own Your Past, Change Your Future, so that we can continue to walk with you through this really tough situation. Thanks for the call. This is The Ramsey Show. Welcome back to The Ramsey Show. I'm George Campbell. Joined this hour by my friend Ken Coleman. And uh, Ken, you were just uh, on your own show right before this one, The Ken Coleman Show, helping folks find those careers that they love. And a lot of people don't believe it's possible. They're not sure how to get there. It's all very squishy. And you walk them through a very clear process in those calls.
2: Yeah, we do. And, uh, you know, it's as simple as self-awareness. You know, an aware person is very clear then on who they are, what they want to do, why they want to do it. And then that translates to confidence to step out and go after it. And and then it gives you ultimately courage to stay on the path. We've got a great tool that we developed based on that methodology. And the methodology is simple. If you use what you do best, talent, to do work that you really love, that's passion, to produce results that you care deeply about, that's a sense of mission. When you use talent to perform passion, to produce your mission, you're on purpose, and we've got a great assessment. Uh, tens of thousands of people have downloaded It's called the Get Clear Assessment. I've got a printout right here. This is what you can actually print out. You have the digital version as well. I'm looking at mine right now. But you get a very nice detailed report on what you do best, what work really fires you up, and then what results drive you. In other words, motivate you. It's called the Get Clear Assessment. And it's normally $30. It's a 20-minute assessment, and you get a detailed report plus a, uh, a, a very clear purpose statement that's filled in with those top three talents, top three passions, and that primary motivational driver that we call mission. And it's now $10 at RamseySolutions.com there's no assessment like it there's there, there's other assessments that measure talent but nothing that measures what you love and then what motivates you and so you've got to understand talent is a tool but it is passion which is love and then mission which is what motivates me that's the heart so 20 minute assessment it's a great gift um, it is great for uh, a variety of people people who feel stuck people who feel like they've got no clue what they want to do, people who have a really good idea and they want to get some clarity and confidence that that is, in fact, the mountain they want to climb. So the Get Clear assessment, it's only $10 in the month of October uh, right now at RamseySolutions.com. That's a killer deal.
0: I've taken it myself, and I'm looking at it right now, and it was spot on. It was like you were reading my mail, Ken.
2: See, there it is. It says, you were created to use your talents of imagination, communication, and discernment. To perform your passions of promoting, leading, and creating to accomplish your mission of creation by producing new things and ideas.
0: I couldn't have said it better myself. So that
2: becomes a high-level job description, and so you want to be able to spend 75% of your day... Living that, that purpose statement out. And you are my friend.
0: I love to create. It's a lot of fun. And it gives you possible industries based on your results. And look at this. It's got education and motivational speaking and writing. It's got everything I'm doing, Ken. So I feel like I'm in my sweet spot. You well, just you confirmed are. it.
2: You are. And not only are you in your sweet spot, you look fantastic in your little bomber jacket. It's a little there. bomber. Well, well it is. You're a little guy.
0: It, to be fair, it is an
2: extra small. You wouldn't want to wear a big bomber
0: jacket. That's true. Yeah. Well, uh, before we Ken digs me any further, I'm going to mention <laughs> that you can go get that uh, Get Clear Assessment for just ten bucks at RamseySolutions.com.
2: Hurry up; it won't last long. So, thank you, Ken. Well, Congrats. actually, it'll last forever. You know why? It's a digital. We never run out. That's true.
0: Well, unless the internet. Dies. And by the way,
2: you don't have to pay shipping or handling. You know why? It's you, digital. It's
0: digital. Thank you for the, for the my mom listening. She'll be like, oh, that's helpful, Ken. Thank yeah, you. Well, that's well, great. Yeah.
2: That's, that's my demographic. She's always listening. <laughs> All
0: right. Let's go to the phones. If you've got questions about how to advance in your career, switch careers, side hustles, increase that income, Ken is here for you, and I can help jump in on those money questions. The number is 888 825 Andrew is jumping in next in Cincinnati, Ohio. Andrew, welcome to the show.
4: Oh hello! Hey, hey, how you doing? Oh, this is awesome. Can you hear me okay? Yeah, loud and this, this clear, Andrew.
2: Awesome. You're live on the Ramsey Show. How can we help? Oh, dude,
4: sweet. Anyway, so this is a, kind of a student loan question. There's layers to this. So if I, you, if you ask me questions, if you feel like I need to clarify them, right? So in the end, I owe about thirty nine thousand dollars in student loans. Um, so twelve thousand of that is to my parents and then there's about three or like four or five of them that are just federal student loans. Um my my father decided it was like a parent plus loan and he decided that he wanted to pay off the loan um about two or three years ago. And now he um I'm in a situation with work when I'm earning a lot more money than I used to and I'm going to be able to pay off these loans a lot faster. And then went on top of Biden doing the $10,000, you know, and if Biden's going to go ahead and oop me, I'll take it to the basket. You know what I'm saying? So I am, <laughs> um, i <I'm, laughs>
2: That was a well, sports reference. Uh, uh, okay. I, yeah, we just went to sports center there. I want to address that in a minute, but keep sure. going. What's your question? So the question
4: is, is, so my dad went went ahead and paid off that student loan. And now that I'm in a situation at work when I'm making a lot more money, um, he he was telling me that he he wants that money back, right? Rightfully so. And so I'm stuck in between this. Should I go ahead and do the um, the baby steps for the student loans, or should I go ahead and pay off my dad first, which is the biggest loan, and get rid of that slave master relationship?
0: Mm. That's interesting. So you're saying, hey, should I do the debt snowball as is, even though the twelve thousand is at the very end of it? but dad's hanging over my neck going, hey, I want this money back. How much does he need this money versus it just being a moral, hey, I paid this off, but it was for you. I'd like the money back. Is he in a tough financial spot?
4: No, he's he's not. Honestly, he's told me that, dude, it could be like two, three, four years. Like, it's fine. Um, So this is not
0: like every time he's on the phone, he's like, hey, where's my loan money at? No,
4: no, 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 nothing like that. But... Then this goes back to the work part of things, is that I'm in this situation where I'm able to pay off a lot more money within the next, like, 18 weeks. But the money's not going to last forever. So it's either pay off the federal loans and just, like... Then just do the debt
0: snowball. Just smallest to largest, and you'll get there a lot faster. And then when you get to the end, time to pay dad back, and you're done with this whole thing within, what, a year?
4: Well, so, no. So, like I said, this is where things get a little confusing, is that I... So I'm a respiratory therapist shout out respiratory therapists, Um, and because of, um, COVID and all that stuff they're really desperate for nurses and respiratory therapists and doctors, and all healthcare world. Um, and so they're paying me an extra, about $60 an hour, which would be about $90 an hour. Um, which makes a lot of disposable income after this. Um, but after all this is done and they're like, all right, gravy trains over, get off, you know, like I only have about three, $400 left of to go towards debt. And that's what I'm saying. That fourteen thousand dollars is is going to be there for a long time.
0: So, how long will it take to pay off your debt? Making this extra money you're making right now thirty nine thousand. How quickly um, can you pay that off? Making this thirty nine.
4: Kind of if you're in so, let's see. So, I'll be honest. I haven't really looked at yeah uh, yeah. Whole, can I can I jump
2: whole, in? Uh, hey, listen, bro. Let me let me help you out. Course. There's nothing confusing about what you threw at us. Nothing. I kept waiting for the confusing part. The only thing that's confusing is layers. It's, it's not layers. You'd use the debt snowball. Make an it, extra income it, right now. If there's now. a season in your in your work life where you, you you got a boon of income meaning it's 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 kind of booming for a while, yes, you attack it faster, right? But it's not like, as a respiratory therapist, you're not going to have an opportunity to make more money elsewhere. Um, and, and, and you're acting like you know the income's going to go away and you'll never be able to get a raise or move up. I mean, you're thinking too hard. You need to stop you just work the snowball work the debt snowball smallest to largest intense second job third job whatever you got to do cause gazelle intense whatever that looks like for you to pay every loan back including your debt and honestly you'll get there i think a lot quicker than you realize this is not an insurmountable amount of debt and you can do this it's not going to be there forever and, and and you just have to stop thinking so much and get busy how much money do you have in the bank right now andrew
4: um, we're going on about about seven thousand.
0: Okay, we're taking six of that to throw at this debt. We're going to take this amazing income you have to clean up the rest. We're paying Dad back, and all of a sudden, twelve months from now, no yes. excuses. You're completely debt free with a fully funded emergency fund. It's that simple. No layers, George. This was not that. This was not a tiramisu Ken. It Was oh. not that complicated. Not that many layers. Andrew, layers we're cheering dip. for you, man. Just don't overthink it you got this one thing at a time focus intensity and you'll be dead free in no time this is the ramsey show George Camel, he's Ken Coleman. This is The Ramsey Show. You can give us a call at 888 825 5225. Brian is joining us from Houston, Texas. Brian, welcome to the show.
5: All right. Thank you guys for having me.
0: Absolutely. What's going on?
5: All right. So um, I'm 27 years old. My wife is 25. We have a three week old at home. And I'm um, my. Basically, my question is, are we doing Baby Step 4 correctly? Um, We've been on the Ramsey plan for a little over a year now, and this is my current situation. I contribute 6% to my company's 401k, and they match 50% of that. To reach the other 9%, my wife and I are planning on opening up a Roth IRA for each of us. My wife was a teacher for two years and has $9,000 in her teacher retirement account, called TRS, we plan on rolling that over to a Roth and paying the taxes. Then, to open up a Roth for me, we have to have $6,000 to start the account. Does it make sense to open up my account before year ends, 2022, so we can contribute monthly up to $6,000 in 2023 to meet our 9%? Mm.
0: Well, you wouldn't roll into a Roth and create a tax burden until you are in baby step seven with a paid-for house. And so I would roll that to a traditional IRA in order to avoid taxes.
5: Okay, on, on my wife's portion?
0: Yes, and that's just so that we're in control. And you can still invest okay. in that traditional IRA, uh, or you can then open up a new Roth IRA and use future funds towards that, and that wouldn't create a tax burden. Okay. So you would use after-tax okay. dollars. Uh, is she, so she's not working outside the home right now? Is she with the three-week-old?
5: Yes, so she's so she's not teaching anymore. She's going to stay at home with the baby.
0: Okay, and what's your income? Gross. Um,
5: my current is uh, sixty nine thousand, but with uh, bonuses, the bonuses are pretty generous. It's usually between an extra six and fifty thousand a year.
0: Six and fifty.
5: Yeah, it's a pretty. I'm in the oil and gas, so
0: when, it's, oh, no. when, when it's times are good, good, times are good. Yes, sir. Okay. So the easiest thing to do with that kind of a regular income with bonuses, just invest 15% of your income of whatever it is that month. And so you can do that. You said 6% okay. uh, is what you're doing now, and they match 50%. Is it up to a certain amount they match, or do they match all the way?
5: Um, so that, uh, up to that 6%. So they put in, I, I guess, 3% of my income, you could say.
0: Okay. So that 6% gets you up to the match. Then you could fully fund a Roth IRA. That's Correct. another 6000 Okay. And then does she have earned income at that point? No, no, she, she's staying at home. Okay. So you could go back yeah, to the 401k the as well as okay. funding a traditional or a Roth. So you would open up a new Roth for her at that point. We just don't want to roll the traditional plan she had into a Roth because that is when the tax burden would hit. It would just be taxable income. So I would open up a new I Roth see, for her. Yeah, I see what you're saying. What's that?
5: Sorry, I said I see what you're saying. So the nine just to a traditional and then open up a new Roth for her. Exactly.
0: And you should exactly. have a 6000 limit we, on that for the year.
5: Okay, and would we open up a Roth for me?
0: Yes. And then if there's still, you haven't hit 15%, you can go back to that 401k and finish it out there.
5: Okay, I see. I see what you're saying. Yeah, I was, I was curious because I, I, I figured I was like, well, I should probably open it up for me this year at that six thousand, so that I can contribute to it next year. Because if I start it, at least this is what my financial. I, I, I talked to um, one of the Smart Best for pros, and he said, well, if you start it at the six thousand in January, you can't contribute to it all year.
0: Oh, I see. Because what saying. you already entered in the max amount. Yeah, it might be something you have to just start later on then, if you can't do it retroactively. Right. So,
2: yeah.
0: I think you've got it down, man. You guys are doing great, and congrats on the three-week-old. That's exciting.
2: Yeah, yeah. get some sleep. I'm surprised <laughs> you're this sharp time. with a three-week-old. Yeah, I think you're extremely coherent, my friend. That's uh, that's a tough season. I'm impressed. Yeah. but I love well, it. Uh, I think I, I cut him off well, there. That Georgia, that's I'm sorry. Nice. Brian, are
0: you still with us? Did I cut you off, buddy? Yeah, I'm no, sorry. I was saying I'm married to an amazing woman who married a nerd. So I wanted sweet. to hear that. He yeah. married an amazing woman who married a nerd. But you know what? Could say we the need same nerds. about you and your need situation. You. My, my you, situation.
2: You know, both of our wives have horrible judgment and That's thus true. we are married. Fooled them. Yeah. We I did. love
0: it. Yeah. All right, we're going to the great city of Scranton, Pennsylvania, up next <laughs> with our friend John. John, what's going
6: on? Hi, Georgia Ken. Thanks for taking my call. Uh, I have I sold my Silver route of thirty five hundred that was paid off. And then I paid in cash for a Peterbilt and I want to know if it's okay while i baby step two to save up a repair fund for the Peterbilt of 50 grand.
2: Why do you need 50 grand for that?
6: The uh, Peterbilt is new to me. It has 835,000 miles and Caterpillar, the engine recommends a engine overhaul at a million miles. Ouch. Engine overhaul, according to Peterbilt, costs uh, $32,000.
0: So is this rig, is this for your business?
6: Yep, just started it.
0: Okay, and it's paid for? Yes. But you now have a $50,000 repair on this thing?
6: Uh, Potentially. Right now it runs fine, but uh, adding another 150,000 miles to it is probably going to happen in four or five months.
0: Okay, and how much debt do you have?
6: I have seventy-two thousand. And what is that? Uh, Sixty-eight thousand on solar panels, oh. and then four thousand remaining on a personal loan that I'm almost done with.
2: Okay, what's the business?
6: Uh, I haul water.
2: And you sold the, the the Chevy Silverado to buy the Peterbilt to haul the water. Yes. And you were hauling it in the Silverado before.
6: No, I I'm I was working for a different uh uh a different company hauling it in a Kenworth for another person and I decided to go on our operator, so I sold my paid in full Silverado. Do you have another car f- for personal use? Yes.
0: And that's paid for as well. How much water are we dragging around? hundred and
6: thirty barrels.
0: Have you made money with this business yet? Is it profitable?
6: Uh I start on the 17th.
0: Okay. And it's just you or do you have a
4: team? It's just me right now.
0: Okay. And your first gig is on the 17th?
2: Yes. Is there I, another way? I, sorry for the simplistic question, but I'm going somewhere with this. Is there another way to drag the water around than than the old truck? And I mean uh, like a wagon good. or something. Forgive me, but is there something like you have a trailer that's a whole lot less money and doesn't have all the mechanical issues?
6: Uh, yeah, thanks for the question. Uh, the frac companies take at a minimum 110 barrels at a time. I, so I that didn't ends ask up that. Being is over there 70, a? 000, is there a 70,000 pounds? So no, a Silverado, or something smaller, cannot do it.
2: Okay, you can't pull it in a trailer. No, no, it's uh, way overweight. Oh, okay, I got you. All right, forgive me. Fair.
6: I I don't know
0: anything
2: about that stuff at all. It's
0: all right. Okay, so your your question is cash-flowing this during baby step two? Yeah,
2: saving it up for a repair fund. Pop. He's, I he's mean, asking, possible, should he guaranteed. save up
0: the emergency fund? Yeah, this which, would be like saving reserves for your business at that point. Yes, sir. Yes, and sir. so if, the, if this is an emergency where the truck won't run right now, then yes, and you yeah. know it's going to happen, but I would get some clarity on when it's going to happen and how much that's going to cost, and then c- kind of create that sinking fund. And if that's 10000 20000 a month, I don't know how much this business is going to bring in. Do you have any idea?
6: I should have the 50 grand in uh within 10 weeks. Oh, wonderful.
2: I tell you what, I'd also be looking to find the best, most affordable, reputable mechanic that works on these things and get in a second opinion as well and what can you do along the way maybe to try to avoid uh the uh recommended engine replacement at million miles. I I'd, I'd be doing everything I could to save from preventative maintenance as well.
0: Yeah. But I would, you're going to have to stockpile that kind of cash in your reserves for your business on top of then starting to clean up the debt and create your own emergency fund for your personal life. And so that's part of being a small business owner. But uh, I wish you the best with this new business, man. That puts this hour of the Ramsey Show in the books. My thanks to Ken Coleman, all the folks in the booth, Jenna, Ben, James, Austin, Zach, Andrew, the whole gang, and you, America. Thanks for listening. We'll be back
2: with you before you know it. Hey folks, Kid Coleman here. Did you know The Ramsey Show is one of the most popular podcasts in the world? Get your daily dose of advice on life and money. Check out all of our shows from the Ramsey Network, wherever you listen to podcasts.
0: If you enjoy this podcast, you should check out other great podcasts from the Ramsey Network, like Borrowed Future. Not so fun fact. America has a $1.6 trillion student loan crisis, and it's out of control. I'm George Camel, host of the Borrowed Future podcast, where we uncover the underbelly of the student loan industry and show you what you can do about it. It'll inspire you to see that it is possible to avoid student loans and graduate college debt-free. Listen to Borrowed Future wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, it's James, producer of The Ramsey Show.